0: state park podcast i'm ranger alex i'm ranger bonnie and i'm ranger chris and we are on a road trip Uh, we're heading west in the uh the the refurbished rv that we're currently recording in and we are excited to get to california and take back our park from dwayne the rock johnson
1: that's Right. right Yeah. And I will admit, I had honestly forgotten we were going to California.
0: I knew <laughs> we were going
1: on a road trip, but I had up until this very moment, no idea where we were headed. And I was just along for the ride.
2: I thought we were going to Florida because I thought that's where he took residence. But I don't know much about him. That's Bonnie's department.
1: It is my department. And I also do not know where he lives.
0: And also I don't really know either. So I think, I think we're just kind of blindly driving towards Hollywood, assuming that we'll, we'll find him there. Um, and, you know, I think I, I like our odds. We we've overcome a lot of obstacles um, as Rangers. And this is just the latest in a series, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm just, I think what we're going to do is we're going to go to every gym in the greater Los Angeles area, mm-hmm. kind of, take a look at at who's out there and maybe go up to whoever has the broadest shoulders and the biggest like bulging muscles. And even if that person isn't Dwayne, the rock Johnson, they probably know who he is. You know, like I think if you have big enough muscles, and Ranger Bonnie, you would know this probably if you have big enough Mm -hmm. muscles, you probably know everyone else in the area who also has similarly big muscles, right? Like it's a small club.
1: You're bumping into each other a lot in the protein section of the grocery store. That's for sure. You yeah. uh you stand in the aisle right in front of the protein powders and the post workouts and the pre workouts and the caffeine pills and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. going to meet some chunky chunky
0: meat boys. Yeah, yeah. And uh the 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 Safeway that's closest to the park to Gunkle uh I, I'm not sure like if they did this on purpose, but they did make the protein powder aisle narrower than all the other aisles. I don't know if like the workers there like had fun watching these big chunky, chunky boys like bump into each other or what, but it's a much narrower aisle than the standard grocery store aisle. I, I don't know if you found that to be true, Ranger Bunny.
1: Um, I did find it to be true and I cannot say what has caused it and it was definitely not someone doing it on purpose so that you had to slide in real close against maybe some big thick cheeks. That's for sure was not the back round of that decision. Uh, the Safers the Safeway workers are just off the rails these days. Who okay, knows? So it's
0: now now it. it's starting to sound like maybe you had something to do with the narrowing of this <laughs> well, aisle.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Let's not point fingers unless we're pointing them at the Safeway workers who are so small they wouldn't be able to move an entire aisle anyway.
0: And and listeners with a, an unusual attention to detail and memory might remember that that's the same Safeway where you, you can't seem to get them to uh, slice your ham correctly. <laughs> yes.
1: That's
2: a deep
0: cut. I was (laughs) going to say, I don't even remember this,
1: but I did, stirring a vague, vague memory in the back of my mind about a deli counter tangent that I'm sure I went on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, we've been doing a lot lately, and we have a lot going on in our personal lives, specifically now we're on the road. Uh, We're actually in a beautiful state park in Utah, um, and we're sort of in the camping area there, a lot of Mormon campers around. Um, who who I get along
2: with fantastically.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You, you've actually made a, a a few friends and they've actually been kind of selling you on the whole concept of polygamy. Is that right? Oh, golly. Have they, it's been such a hooting time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the influence is already starting to, uh, manifest itself in, in your, in your speech. Oh, I don't know what
2: you're talking about Ranger Alex. I've always been clean as a whistle and buttoned up as a buttoned up sweater.
0: Yeah, the, the, the Mormons have made you worse at rhyming, I've noticed. Uh, I'm think i I'm not sure. I don't know much about the Church of Latter-day Saints, but uh, it seems like they have something against rhyming or, or I don't know what. But se- since we arrived at this park, we've stayed a couple days. We're kind of taking our time as we get out to Hollywood, where presumably Dwayne the Rock Johnson is. And uh, yeah, I mean, y- you've already gone from somebody who could conceivably you know, finish top 50 in like a freestyle rap competition if you if you really had to 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 now this. And I think it has a lot to do with the Mormon influence. What do you mean this? <laughs> what do you just, mean? Just, this?
2: You mean I'm in a, now now I'm in the top 25?
0: No, I think I mean it depends on the size of the field. Okay. And 50 and cent. The, what's that? Where is 50 cent? I don't think 50 cent does a lot of freestyle, you know. Oh. I would be surprised. All right. So he's not in the list at all. Well, I mean, he's more known for his sort of like attitude and kind of the lore around him and kind of, you know, he's not known for his lyrical dexterity per se, the way that Ranger Chris might've been before he met all these Mormons.
2: Uh, you know what you are just putting your gosh darn foot in your mouth ranger alex because you don't even know these people <laughs> like wait until you meet gary he is uh just a ball of fun and lyrical mystery so maybe he might
0: take you up on your little rap challenge well i would love i would love to uh challenge a mormon to a rap battle that's been that has been something that uh Ever since Mitt Romney ran for president, really, I was like... The whole time, I was like, I could beat this guy to rap battle. I know I could beat this guy to rap battle. And when you said the binder's full of women, I was like, oh, man, that's something I could turn on him. Binder is a very easy word to rhyme. So is women, I think. Um, Give us one
1: line. Give us one lyric that you would have hit Mitt Romney with.
0: Um, Okay, so it's like... uh, Probably be something like, you got women in your binder. Well i see you through a viewfinder something like that you know
1: Okay, all right. remember those <laughs> toys sure yeah mitt romney would probably definitely remember them so and that.
0: you kind of put me on the spot there i think people don't realize that freestyle rap involves a lot of preparation sure, uh, sure sure of course you know you kind of do your drills and stuff like that but you know i also want to talk about ranger chris not just the mormons that you befriended but the what you did w- with this rv that we're in like it's really quite remarkable
2: yeah, so um we're in an RV and I did some remarkable things to it. <laughs> would you like Ranger Alex? And I will What's discuss it? my motive. If would you like to highlight your favorite features, Ranger Alex, and I will discuss the motivation behind?
0: Well, sure. I mean, I think first of all, the fact that it's um basically you've used these stilts essentially to, to make the RV be about three feet off the ground um i i thought that was a really interesting choice it almost has a, a monster truck feel to it what was the motivation there
2: um well just to playfully decapitate people who were driving in the convertible
1: <laughs> i love that i love that <laughs>
0: Yeah, we 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 definitely drove over some uh, convertibles. Not not as many convertibles in Western Colorado and Utahs and perhaps other parts of the country, um, but everyone that was driving these convertibles was very short. So you kind of need the combination of convertible and tall person to to really get that desired effect. But yeah, we, definitely we ran over
2: that school bus convertible,
0: and nothing happened. Well, that wasn't a convertible before we ran over it. It, it became a convertible after we just scraped the top off um and all the kids seemed really excited about that all the kids that were like while we were behind them they were like fogging up the windows and drawing pictures of boobs and like swear words okay. and stuff at us and then afterwards they were like yeah you guys are awesome and that felt really good
1: well you yeah. know they weren't mormons because the mormon church is so wealthy they do actually have convertible school buses
0: I didn't know that.
1: They do. Those are a yeah. real thing and it's not because another RV drove over them. It's just generally because Mormons are fly as hell.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, I I got to talk to Gary and some of these other guys I've been talking to on the campground cuz that's fly fly was not the first word that came to mind for me. It was more just like polite, boring, white, stuff like that, but it sounds like they Maybe withholding the cool parts of the personality for me and just sharing them with you. I don't know. Maybe you guys are more approachable. I don't know what it is.
1: You gotta ask Gary for his hot dog recipe. That's what you gotta do. I'm sure Chris could agree.
0: Oh, Uh, he's
1: got a
2: great hot dog recipe. The secret is there's no toppings.
1: No toppings, just bun and dog.
0: And boiled. He said it was boiled.
1: Yep,
2: boiled. No salt.
0: Well, Mitt Romney said that his favorite meat is hot dog. So, is that sort of like did that? Was that a trend-setting thing, or is that now like
2: holy food?
0: It's a holy food now in the Mormon Church. Okay, it's highly regarded. I I really want. I really want to talk to some of these people now because yeah, uh, wait till you know my distance. Um, But yeah, so we we we've. We have met some really great people. And one of the people that we met, uh, we're gonna have on as a guest here in a minute. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, I'm gonna maybe boil a hot dog and and see how that tastes. And uh, then we'll be back with more Gunkle State Park podcast after this. Wee! <laughs> And welcome back to the Gunco State Park Podcast. Uh, I just had one of the those classic Mormon boiled hot dogs, and it really was as good as advertised. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm I, in love. I got to say, yeah. I'm in love with the boiled hot dog.
2: I could tell because the expressions on your face uh, completely flattened. Uh, there was no sign of anything there. And in the Mormon religion, that I think is a sign of pure bliss. So mm-hmm. congratulations. You are now a Mormon Buddha.
0: Yeah, they they the, the Mormon Church will have sort of a variation on that like chart that kids will point to to like tell say like what they're feeling like, um, but the neutral expression is labeled as pure pure bliss. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's really cool. That's a really cool thing about Mormon culture, and I'm just learning more every day. Uh, but like I said, we we have a we have a guest, a very interesting guest that we met very recently. Uh, he is a mole person. And his name is Bobby Casey. Bobby, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, my pleasure.
3: Uh, Nice to talk to you guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, and the way we met was very interesting, I think. Um, Right, well, I
3: normally, um, I spend most of my time below the surface of the salt flats of Utah. I live in a series of tunnels that I carved out as a child and I still live there with a couple other mole people. There's like a little mini society of us down there. And wow. uh, now and then we have to come up to the surface and interact with the surface world, just for various, just like errands to get stuff done. So there are mm-hmm. certain supplies that are just easier to get in like towns and stuff. Yeah. We so generally that, try to live off the land. Hmm?
2: What would you prefer to get on surface that you can't
3: get below? Ice cream sandwiches is something that we've sort of gotten used to. We've acquired the taste for a nice, good ice cream sandwich. So those are really hard to sort of, yeah, I'd imagine make in a mole society setting.
0: So and that's actually like when we we were driving our little RV, we'd gone out for a little day hike, and then we're coming back here to the campground area, and we we saw you on the side of the road, just covered in melted ice cream. Yeah, um, I went nuts. I bought too many. Uh, I could hardly carry
3: them, uh, and then um, I slipped and dropped one box, and it like kind of covered up. It squashed and covered up my shoe with ice cream mm-hmm. and I thought it looked stupid. So then I covered the other, my other shoe with ice cream. I have a little like OCD. I like stuff to be sort of even. Mm. Uh, but then one of my legs was a little, my one of the ankles was covered and the other ankle wasn't. So then I covered that ankle with some ice cream, but then that was a little too high. One thing led to another and I completely covered myself and smooshed ice cream sandwiches. So I didn't have any to bring back to the mole people. Mm. So oh, and then you guys were weirdly parked over the entranceway to my mole person society. There's several entranceways, but you were parked over entranceway 5B. We
2: had to uh empty out the latrine, if you
3: will. Oh yeah, I noticed you dumped oh, hey. that right right into what amounts to one of our
0: driveways. <laughs>
1: We assumed it was just an unused, oh, vacant hole. It totally yeah,
0: we thought five like B. It, we thought five B maybe stood for fifth bathroom, and yeah. we didn't know where the first four were. But this it, it like actually it way.
3: happens all the time. People make mm. that that five B gets shit in all the time. Lots mm. of people see five B and just walk by and they just drop trow and just like dump, um, or they pee and stuff like that. And so uh-huh. we get it. We get, that's on us. We're pretty <laughs> chill. The most people are pretty relaxed about stuff. Like we're very non-confrontational
0: yeah yeah. I mean, uh, certainly if if some if I saw somebody dumping human waste into my yeah. house, basically, I, I wouldn't yeah. have been as chill about it as you were. Well, I guess it's not quite
3: the house, right?
0: It's like mm-hmm.
3: it is sort of like the walkway approaching our house. Like if you walk into five b and you go through a little bit of tunnel, there is sort of what amounts to a community center room. Yeah. All right, and that oh, we're, wow. we all kind of meet and play games and stuff like that. So you dumped your latrine right outside our basically our rec center, which is mm-hmm. a drag, but it, it it is not the same as if you did it to like five A, that would actually go right outside my bedroom. Uh, oh, uh, so just you know, knock on knock on salt. I'm lucky that that didn't happen. Wow. <laughs> now,
0: yes, you do live under the salt flats. Yes. Um, what what's tunnel your- system? Is that is it harder to dig tunnels in salt or yes. or sort of very what's
3: your hard? Experience with that very hard. It's gritty, solid, calcified. Uh, it is flat, hard surface. So digging it is tough. But mm-hmm. once you have dug it, it stays. If you've got a good mm-hmm. tunnel system, it is locked in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It is like nice. it's worth the effort.
2: Is that one of the reasons one of the appeals, I should say, of being a mole person to you? Uh, you said earlier you're very OCD
3: about things. Yes. So do you
2: like kind of having that control of making a very yeah. perfect, symmetrical? I can make the room. rooms
3: that I am in charge of are squared off, baby. They wow. are, they are, they are level and you know measured, and it's 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 very satisfying for me when I get them that way because I know they're they're pretty much going to stay. Hmm. So yeah, it's for, I mean, most of the mole people in my little tribe are very OCD. That's kind of one of our bonding things. Oh, you said tribe. So there's different tribes, Tribes, multiple tribes. Most states have mole people societies. Mm. Um, You know, there's like colonies, separate tribes and tribes form a colony and then colonies form super colonies. Mm. And then super colonies form um, divisions, divisions form leagues, leagues form countries. it's it's really hierarchical uh it's you know but my tribe is pretty small my tribe is like 20 people
1: do you mind if i ask you a question mr casey let
3: me think no i don't
1: (laughs) fantastic fantastic uh what would you say what's the dirt if you will on the other tribes which are like the worst ones
3: thank you for asking so i mean i'm biased but i think my tribe is like real chill Mm -hmm. like super nice but uh, there's a Code Red tribe that's on the north side of Provo, and these mm-hmm. fucking assholes—they're oh. basically very aggro prankstery they're just like, well, how did they're smug? I guess they're just like impressed with themselves. Hmm. You know what I mean? They have like a really good, like acapella choir and they basically like bring it up in every conversation you have with them, which is annoying. It's like, yeah, we get it. You have a really, and they're good. You know, I'm I'm not going to like, not say that code red's acapella choir is not good, but they bring it up like all the time. And I'm like, all right, can we just please trade our goods and fucking be done with this? Do I have to hear more about your acapella choir?
2: are you in your own acapella choir
3: no i've been rejected from my acapella choir um, yeah. my tribe whose name is rubber band does have an acapella choir and i don't i can't quite carry a tune enough to do it and i you know what i respect him for it i don't want them to like lessen the quality of our acapella choir just to let mm-hmm. me in but i am i am i hurt yes does it eat at me yes
0: how many of the 20 or so mole people that are in your tribe are in this choir 19 oh wow
3: so really so I'm the only audience member um, which I don't mind because I like supporting the arts but like mm-hmm. it obviously stings because I have auditioned and they don't
0: let me in and oh yeah
3: but the other the other 19 are good like I hear it like I listen I'm like they're they're good so you
0: know but I can see how that would be. Tough to deal with. Yeah. And uh, then I go over
3: to Code Red and they're like, they won't shut up with their acapella Aquarium. I'm like, hey, can we talk about like maybe anything else? Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. Um
3: like the U- the Utah Mole people are currently at war with the South Dakota uh, mole people. At war is a kind of a kind of a strong words. So we just use weapons to try to murder each other to acquire each other's territory.
2: Having a little wow. bit
3: it's a tiff, and um, I'm like, let's talk about that. Isn't that more important than whatever songs you're singing in your acapella choir? They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to it. Hey, did you know we're doing "For the Longest Time" by Billy Joel? I'm like, yeah, I know, I know you're doing that. Yeah,
0: that's so. It's why would they be
3: like proud? That's the most basic like acapella. I know. It's so choose. obvious. It's like, duh, duh, you're doing "For the Longest Time," duh. <laughs> yeah, but they're. That's what I'm saying. They're smug. Yeah. They act like they're
0: hot shit. Yeah. No, I mean I love that. code red th-
3: is they're blind. They've been mm-hmm. underground so long that they lost sight. Is and they're still so smug. Yeah, they just have great pitch. They just do everything by they use echo location and yeah, I don't, give a, I don't really give a shit actually. Like I, I don't really care. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even really bother me. So it doesn't I mean matter. that's
0: kind of how we feel about all the other state parks, like in Colorado where we're from. Like who are the assholes? Dish. Well, I mean really all really? of them. But- What's that? Grand Lake. They're my least grand big. Lake. Grand Lake sucks because they're like they really buy into the grand part of the name. It's like, dude, it's just a name. Okay. It's just a
3: name. It's probably named after like either a Native American thing or some colonial thing. It's got nothing to do with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. You didn't earn that name. Yeah. You know, it's just a, a slightly big lake. Like, yeah.
3: Focus
2: more on the lake aspect. Jerky yeah, little the
3: little. lake is legit. Own that part of it. Right. Yeah. I assume if they have a lake, like, own that.
0: Yeah. But don't I walk mean, around
3: talking about the grand part.
0: And, yeah. the, and it's like we've all seen in lakes. Like, our park that we're so proud of that we're trying to save right now uh, has its prime – it's, like, predominant, you know, feature is the gunk hole. And it's like how many other –
3: None. Tor- I've never heard of a state park that either has a gunk hole or certainly talks about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. And, yeah. like – does it change into weird colors that we can't quite interpret and do strange sounds come out of it and have we been overrun by bats that have emerged from that gunk hole before yes but that's oh. those are all like unique features oh
3: we have a gunk hole then i didn't i didn't know that that's what a gunk hole was we have a we have a well i don't know if it's the exact same but what you're describing sounds like something that the rubber band tribe has to deal with oh well, wow. that's interesting we call it a gunk mouth you
1: have an underground gunk hole
3: yes at the very bottom of our cave system, well, we get pretty far down there. There's a what we call it, a gunk mouth. And it's like there's just like a kind of a crevice and like a lot of gunk kind of builds up around the edges and changes colors. And sometimes if you touch it, you'll have dreams that night that come true and stuff like that. And it's really That's weird.
0: exactly what happens with our gunk. It's so annoying. <laughs> Do bats
1: ever fly out of yours and then yes. organize into a business coalition and then take over the park and then actually run it super well? Because I uh, think- that
3: happened with our yeah, not the park, weird. but the bats do fly out, and they do tend to organize rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bats that flew out of our gunk mouth organized into a touch football league, oh.
0: um,
3: who were just like kind of noisy. And just you know, bats are nocturnal, so the games that go on at night, oh. and it was really right. loud.
0: Are are mole people not nocturnal, or what's your kind of sleep pattern like?
3: I don't know. We are we're day walkers. We we we, we love the heat. We like to be up when it's warm. And when it's cold at night, we just sort of huddle up. Mm. We just cuddle up. We just cuddle up like little ticks.
0: A little mole people cuddle puddle. Yeah. That's yeah. funny.
3: <laughs> just like ticks. We just kind of bend ourselves into little crescent shapes and <laughs> grab onto each other with our arms and legs, like we got little tick arms and tick legs. And we latch our teeth onto each other's shoulders <laughs> and, and then, then suck kind of blood out here, of each other. Just... What's up?
2: And then find a dog's ear and just cluster up in there if there were a big
3: dog we'd like cluster in the dog's ear and keep warm but we just love ticks <laughs> ticks are fucking rad dude i love them.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean uh you you probably know this but like in human society ticks are are sort of abhorred like they're bad oh no no i
3: know like most in most mole people were surface people at some point and left oh. out of either because they just couldn't deal i guess the, I that there are some there are some people who have been raised underground, but
0: mm-hmm.
3: most people kind of started like in the fifties, like after world war II, fear of nuclear war, people just like took to the tunnels. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes and sense.
3: And then, so, but you know, once somebody starts it, it's easier for other people to join.
0: Did, have you seen the movie blast from the past? And I love you, it. You, you, you love that movie.
3: Love it. I, any movie that's got any kind of like underground, I love, you know, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt the show, anything mm-hmm. where people are like, you know, trapped underground for a while. I'm there for it. <laughs> I love the Goonies. it. Goonies, love the Goonies. War of the Worlds.
2: What about the documentary about the people who were stuck in the mine?
3: I mean, I love it. But to me, you know, I went through the diff- an opposite emotional arc when they thought yeah. they were going to be trapped forever. I'm like, that's cool. And then when they get freed, I'm like, well, I guess this is a sad documentary. Mm-hmm. I said War of the Worlds. I meant Time Machine, Time Machine with the Morlocks who live beneath the surface.
2: Those are very similar movies. I can tell the mix-up in the titles.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. To me, they're the same. War of the Worlds, Time Machine. You know, those two and Aaron Brockovich all have the same story structure.
0: Well, m- funny you mention Aaron Brockovich because Ranger Chris was going full Aaron Brockovich. Uh, that was my art. are trying to. Yeah, that was basically his arc. <laughs> he he had the, the the mom jeans and the spaghetti strap top, and yeah. was very sassy. Yeah. He was under the impression that Erin Brockovich is Southern. She's not. She's from California, but that still kind of worked somehow. You know? Sure. Yeah. She seems. She got a Southern air to her. Yeah, like a like a. a I think there's if you're if you reach a certain level of sassiness, you're basically like Southern, right? <laughs>
3: If you're telling it like it is, and you're not taking guff from nobody, and you're wearing clothes that could be seen as a little bit too revealing, but also Christian conservative, you're Southern.
0: Oh, yeah. Totally. Whether you like it or not. You are- You're You're showing some hopeless. skin, but you're
3: also covered up at the same time. You look like you're ready
0: to judge and be judged. You're Southern. <laughs> you're, you're ready to enter a bikini contest and declare the winner. Yep. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I come from upper Midwestern stock, totally the opposite. You mm. couldn't be further away from being an Aaron Brockovich type if you're from Illinois. Yeah, Wisconsin. it's like
3: apologetic and and oh no, you go first and now don't let me bother you. And there's no there's no sass. No.
1: Yeah. Are the mole people very sassy? As oh, a- yeah.
3: oh yeah. Oh. It is a sassy bunch. It is tough, tough. Our dinners, it's just like zing, 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 people get like, you know, they don't let you get away with anything. It's loving mostly, but it can be harsh. Lots mm-hmm. of shit talk.
1: So would you mm-hmm. consider yourselves Southern or like New York or?
3: Well, we're covered up pretty much. So we don't get into the to the spaghetti strap sort of part of it because to protect ourselves from the, there's a lot of war with um, uh, actual moles And there's a lot of creatures down there. Plus stuff comes out of the gunk hole. So we tend Mm. to stay pretty, sorry, gunk mouth. We get pretty covered up. Mm. Um, But I identify with the Southern. I mean, amongst mole people, rubber band is pretty Southern in its style. We're geographically pretty far North, but. What would you say Code Red is? Code Red are fucking New England, icy, you (sighs) know, real, real snobs, Mm. you know. They're like, oh, we did Lion Sleeps tonight. I'm like, yeah, of course you did. Of course you did Lion Sleep tonight. It's like, yeah, every acapella group does Lion Sleep tonight, you assholes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the whole point of acapella these days is to like find the least likely. Yeah, do something that, do some bony ver. you know, that was my suggestion.
3: Do something that doesn't seem like it's acapella ready at all and make it work.
0: If you can achieve sort of the uh, auto tune effect of a Bonnie Iver song through just yeah, that would be rad. That'd be incredible. That yeah. would be rad. But they're like, oh no, we did Sweet Home Alabama. I'm like, who gives a sh- who gives a rat's ass? And that probably annoyed you guys also because it's Southern and it's like they they don't have any claim to that sort of culture. Not
3: at all. Not not personality wise or nothing. I'm like, hey, do some do some New England bullshit. You know, do some Aerosmith. You're so. But they don't understand. They, they lose track of the logic. They're like, What? Well, we're all in Utah. I'm like, No, but you guys act like you're New England. So therefore you should do New England groups. And they're like, We don't care. We're gonna do longest time. I'm like, All right, you know what? Shove it up your ass.
1: <laughs> oh, geez. Guys, oh, we good. need
3: them, we need them because Code Red is really good at securing potable water mm. and we tend to be good at fresh meats. So it's always been a pretty fruitful trading relationship. So we have to deal with these guys all the time.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's right. got to be. You know, it seems like the only thing that can make you kind of lose your cool is is this tribe, the, oh, the code this, red guys. Course, and I'm
3: right next to him,
0: like right
3: next to him. Drives me crazy. Yeah. Well,
0: you, maybe you guys feel
3: the way about Grand Lake. I don't know, but like, I feel like God tests you. God like God like puts you near the thing that drives you nuts. Yeah.
0: I think definitely God has been testing us almost constantly for the last year or so. I think. Yeah, he, I would he's, like to think we've been testing God so yes we've We've definitely been testing his patience in in, in a few in what manner have you been testing god oh geez we
1: should all be bad we've done a lot of curses and deals with the devils i think at this point yeah
3: we that rub it rub it in god's face
1: cannibalism all of us
3: Mm -hmm. nice dude love cannibalism yeah really oh yeah huge fan
0: but we met a guy who lives in our park, uh, who is a great cook. Mm. And he served up these nipples that were just so Ooh, delicious. Nips. Yeah.
3: Oh, I love a good, I love a good nipple. Uh, to me, they're pepperoni.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really how you kind of, when you're first trying it, that's kind of how you get into it, you, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. there's a bit of an obstacle at first, you know, oh, this yeah. is a human nipple, but
3: yeah. You know, it's an acquired taste, you know. Every, every new taste is a little shocking at first before you learn to appreciate it.
0: Definitely, I mean, I acquired it immediately, I thought it was delicious.
3: You too, I was super down, but yeah, like, yeah. I could certainly understand if somebody had to ease themselves into it, mm-hmm.
1: which mm-hmm. no one really should be. I mean, we shouldn't be eating human nipples,
3: no, right? no, no, we shouldn't. Of course,
0: not. of course, not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it is
3: fun, yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: that's. <laughs> Isn't that the dilemma of any meat eater, regardless of whether it is human or you shouldn't be killing any animal, but then again, it's great. Yeah, the ethical implications. It's just, it's a lot to deal with. If
3: somebody dies naturally, I think I'm allowed to eat them. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if they're dead anyway, chow down.
0: You know, I I, I never would have agreed with that before. I myself ate human flesh, but I I totally agree. I totally agree. I think as long as you're not purposely killing someone to eat them, I think you're in the clear. Yeah, it tastes yeah. good. It's as good as whale. You've had whale?
3: Oh, yeah, baby. I love whale. How, How, whale it, I assume and that's nipples what we. The same material.
2: Say that again, Chris? I said, I believe whale and nipples are made out of the same
3: material. Tastes like it, I'll tell you that much.
0: <laughs> I'm not assume... a biologist,
3: but a whale tastes like a big old nipple. <laughs>
0: i assume whale you had that's one of those things you had to go to the surface for right? oh
3: yeah yeah we can't get whale directly we you gotta i gotta go to salt lake city to get some underground people uh sorry not underground underground but like right. shady that's- criminal elements to acquire me some illegally murdered whale
0: that's got to be confusing oh Man. yeah
3: the, like i'm going to meet up with some underground guys They're like oh what try i'm like no no not underground underground i'm going above ground into salt lake city to meet with criminal types who are surface people And who Mm -hmm. have acquired some whale and then I'm gonna bring it to us underground types who are underground underground.
0: It's almost like I don't wanna explain it, just I'll bring the whale and you'll get it.
2: Yeah does that upset you that uh, they use you underground people as a analogy for criminality?
3: Yes, it's offensive. We're extremely law-abiding. Law abiding as fuck. We have too many rules, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I live in an O C D tribe of 20, like nobody breaks a rule, you know, everybody's like their beds are made up with hospital corners and we cross our T's and dot our eyes like crazy. And then, then service people like, Oh, you're like a real underground type. You're breaking rules. Come to my underground.
0: Mm.
3: Mm. You know, you can't, I can't even get the acapella groups to do Bon Iver. That's how strict we are.
0: I mean, I've, I've never met a criminal who didn't live above ground. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Criminals are up there. They're walking around like crazy. They love this. They love the sunlight. Oh boy. Yeah, I mean, that's where all the op- crime is about opportunity, right? And that's where all the opportunity is. How, what kind of crime can you commit underground? Almost none.
3: I mean, right. I've tried. I've stolen things from people in my tribe and they're like discovered almost immediately. You can't get away with it. Like there's just the, the, the worlds are too small.
0: Have you ever like illegally downloaded a movie down there?
3: Yeah, I get caught. There's the the guy who runs our internet is a real snoop. He like watches what everybody downloads, and he is knocking on my cave immediately if I download anything. Mm. He what kind of sounds like a perv. It is kind of. He is he is essentially a, a peeping tom up for information.
0: Yeah, and especially if you're watching a pornographic film, his interest do. Would be, yeah, would, would, his interest would be even more upsetting. It's definitely pervy.
1: So maybe there's an underground to the underground.
3: In what sense?
1: As in your underground, but then under that ground, there's an underground of criminal underground people.
3: You mean this guy's sleeping on my uh, internet connection?
1: Yeah, maybe he's the head of it. Have you ever looked into an underground underground of underground criminals underground?
3: I never have. I never. Th- I've never thought to do that.
1: Mm. Well, maybe you should.
3: Yeah,
1: your head's been underground too long, my friend. Pull it out this. of the sand and look under the sand.
3: Let me write this down. Get my head out of the sand and put it back in the sand, but deeper. Yeah.
1: But deeper and de- <laughs> under the underground into that. <laughs> pull my head
3: out of the sand metaphorically and then literally stick it right back in the sand, but like real deep to see if I can find some underground people behaving in an underground manner, as the service people would say.
1: See if those salty undergrounders are salty underground as well as under the salt.
3: You mean salty like... The salty undergrounders, because they're literally filled with salt from being in the salt flat, see if they're salty like they swear, like sailors?
1: Salty as in their personalities are salty, but also salty because of the salt, and then they're underneath the salt. So maybe they're salty physically and salty. So see if
3: the salty underground people, by which we mean literal salt, literal underground, are metaphorically salty and metaphorically underground.
1: See if there's a salty underground to that salty underground.
3: I'll check it out.
0: All it right. seems possible that one of these literally salty and figuratively salty underground salt guys commits assault. Oh. Okay, so that's
3: interesting. So, if somebody who's literally salty and literally underground, who is metaphorically salty and metaphorically underground, commits assault literally, mm-hmm. but the crime literally, mm-hmm. which that's is metaphorical. Salty underground, salty underground. So, if they literally like assault somebody like they beat the crap out of another member of the tribe. That is both a literal assault on an individual and then a metaphorical assault on the character of our tribe. Mm -hmm. And also fulfilling what people say about us that we're underground.
0: And that's gotta be the most, I mean, just having this conversation is making me realize how embedded in the language anti-mole person
3: sentiment You just read the dictionary. I saw Malcolm X and in (laughs) Malcolm X, uh, when Malcolm X goes to prison, one of the first things that happens is a member of the uh, Church of Islam, Nation of Mm -hmm. Islam, makes him read the dictionary to see just how the language is so coded against darkness. Yeah. Uh, and just like how, how deep racism goes in society. And I was like, you know, that yeah. is a very moving sequence. Yeah. But I, I think, mean, and I, you know, it's not as bad, but like there are, there certainly is prejudice against mole people. It's not like as bad as, being black in America. Like that's right, right. That but was still that's bad. Like that's been real bad. But like it still like isn't great when you like walk into an AMP and you're a mole person, you're like losing your sight, and you're half covered in ice cream sandwich, and you're like, Do you have a whale? I mean, they think the worst of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, at best they, they assume you're a lunatic. They
3: assume you're a lunatic, which is that's that's insulting against werewolves. <laughs>
0: True. That's, that's, yeah, I never making a moon,
3: that. that's making a moon like reference. Yeah. The root yeah. Word, the and breed. I think it might be misogynist,
0: but I, I that would take
3: a while to explain.
0: It's always a safe bet. Any sort of typical expression, it's either racist, misogynistic or anti-mole people. Pretty much. Yeah. It seems, <laughs> it seems uniform yeah. across the board. Yeah. yeah. Now, who would you say is the Malcolm X of the mole people? Sal. Sal. What's he like? Sal is a member
3: of um, Rubber Band and he is just, um, I really admire him, but he sometimes does go too far. But it's, it's with good intention. He, he, he wants the mole people to be respected and to, and to be seen as equals. And, he, this, and he's a smart, you just hanging out with Sal, you'd love him. He's like this articulate, energetic guy. But he says we should go above ground and just demand equality. And if the service people don't see it that way, he says that we should just like take over.
2: It kind of sounds like, based off of your opinion of Sal and your position, how you agree on the end game, but not the tactics, that maybe
3: you are the M.O.K. of the movie. Of course, I would love that. I would be so flattered, but uh, I'm not good at public speaking and um, I don't like crowds. So I, Mm. I don't think I would... I don't think I could be. I certainly admire MLK, but uh, yeah. no, that's probably K. K is um, a lady in our tribe who is. She is all about peace and nonviolence. She's a real Gandhi head. Her name is Mo Lady K. Yeah, Mo Lady K is what we call her. So, she's probably the MLK. I don't know. Maybe not. It's hard to say. Um,
0: she yeah. has dreams.
3: She touches the gunk mouth and gets dreams. They do come true um so she'll come up she'll be like i have a dream we'll be like save it MLK." we not not now
0: (laughs) sure sure which a lot of people at the time in mlk's day that's exactly what they said you know is that right yeah i think that a lot of a lot
3: of boy i I gotta rethink it then when i shut down my mlk uh because i don't want to be seen as someone who was like someone who was against MLK. mlk mlk yeah. Those yeah. who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. So this is a I said weapon. many times I say that over and over again.
0: And we certainly don't want to be the, the moderate surface people who are the the greater threat, you know, like, it, right, like the
3: don't think you're racist, but you're racist, mm-hmm. but within the version of anti-mole people. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: And I think that's what I think.
3: That's, that's what Sal says. Sal says that like the, Northern anti-mold people are more dangerous than the southern anti-mold people because the southern anti-mold people they'll tell you. Yeah. They'll tell you they don't like mold people. So at least it's at least it's out in the open where you can deal with it. Wow. Sure. But Sal's also <laughs> full of shit. <laughs> like just separately. Like he's just kind of a weird asshole. Like nothing to do with his politics. Just like, you
0: know.
3: Yeah. I mean he's, is the, that, wor- is I'll that, say he's the worst that, member of our a cappella group, and I know that's being sour grapes of me to say as somebody who was rejected but Sal is Sal's pitchy <gasps> Ooh, you're kind of
0: a little pitchy
3: yourself right now I, oh, know. I know I'm feeling real code red right now
0: I'm so I'm so curious about these tribe names uh, yours is rubber band you also mentioned code red like mm-hmm. it sounds like maybe you found trash and then named yourself named after, after the trash yeah there's oh, the wow. South Dakota uh, coupons um, <laughs> they're like an interesting tribe Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I, was there a schism with them in the, the expired coupons
3: yeah the coupons and the expired coupons were once one tribe but they wow. separated wow yeah, but that's their deal I'm not going to get involved in the Dakota's weirdness
0: sure. yeah, especially since you have, you're have you currently experiencing a tiff with them
3: uh, yeah well we're at war I mean we're trying to murder each other and eat each other and it's like a mm-hmm. whole thing which K- MLK is against but Sal's like I could see it
0: <laughs> I can yeah. see a justification for it.
3: He's like, I'm not going to rule it out.
0: Yeah.
3: He's not necessarily in favor of it, but he's like, I'm not going to say it's off the table. MLK is like, it's off the table. Our MLK, I should say. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> surface MLK and Surface Malcolm X had nothing to do with most people that I know. I'm of.
1: sure Surface MLK would have also not liked people to be murdered and eaten, though.
3: He'd think so. Yeah, probably I assume that's, that's how he'd go face. on that. I
1: think yeah, that's probably. Face.
3: I don't want to put words in a dead man's mouth.
1: That sounds
2: yeah, no either. If-
3: I don't know. I don't know hundred percent. But <laughs> if I had to guess, Surface MLK being for or against a war between the Mo people, I assume he would at least begin his position. Against it,
0: yeah, and to to the best of my knowledge, MLK has never gone on the record regarding cannibalism, but I have to imagine he was against it. Oh, to, probably like as a Christian.
3: But I bet you Malcolm X was was down. <laughs> I bet <laughs> you didn't say that either, but I'm just you know.
0: No, but I, I, I I'm sure that by any was, means
3: necessary. So exactly. if any means involved cannibalism,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I've I've really learned a lot from you. What um, just, what have you learned? Well, just like. Not to no, judge. Okay. I know we covered a lot. I know that's a dumb question. <laughs> I <laughs> covered I, a lot. I'm having trouble. I saw you when I saw you on the side of the road covered mm. in melted ice cream. I was yeah. like, who is this weirdo? I was totally yeah. judging you. And it's like, I would have too. I totally yeah. would have. Yeah. And now, now it's like, wow, this is a really fascinating guy who draws some interesting parallels to our own civil rights movement uh, mm. in a really, I, I think, tasteful and effective way. Uh, I,
3: okay. I, I there's no way you could be offended by what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> you know, I have also learned a lot. And also at the same time, I've learned absolutely nothing at all.
3: Mm. I feel that way too.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of life, huh? You know, mm-hmm. you, you learn and then you, you backslide and then you learn again. Yeah. And then you keep yeah, backsliding. I'm feeling
2: pretty status quo. So
0: just kind of flatlined. It's a real, roll.
3: it's a real three bears situation. <laughs> too hot too cold just try it
0: <laughs> delightful
1: what a lovely note to end on
0: <laughs> I well, we you were... know what I, I, uh this is sort of a surprise i was saving till the end um but we have a cooler full of ice cream sandwiches what
2: <gasps> Audrey-
0: are you kidding
2: me <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you can look under the seat that we ranger chris kind of customized this rv to really add as much cooler space as possible uh for because we love ice cream sandwiches here i went to tons of ice cream sandwiches i love it right
2: it was a major request i went to the rv dealer and i was like i want decapitations and i want ice cream sandwiches make it happen and here
0: we are and we basically found the exhibit of utah um to, to do that part. And he, he, he came through, you know, he and his guys, he really pimped our ride. And, and we want to pass on the, we want to pass some of the pimpage on to you.
3: I uh, love it. I'm so, this is the, this is great because I had smeared all mine over myself. So now I'm going to get to bring this back to my tribe and Hey, maybe I'll, maybe this will be the beginning of me getting in my acapella group.
0: Hey, maybe, maybe yeah, code, right. code red. will see all those uh, ice cream sandwiches and get a little jealous.
3: I hope so. Smug assholes. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> uh, Well, Bobby Casey, thank you so much for, for stopping to talk with us. Uh, it was pleasure. a real treat and uh, we're probably going to keep moving West, but on our way back, we hope to run. Yeah, into stop, you again. In. stop by 5B. Just yeah. And we will not, we will not dump any of our waste in 5B. Oh, it's all right. You if you forget, no. it's okay.
3: It happens all the time. Yeah. Really don't worry about it.
0: Well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back with more Gun Cold State Park podcast after this. And welcome back to the Gun Cold State Park podcast. Um, Bobby Casey was a real treat. Um, he just the way like once, once we turned off the mics, the way he just launched into one of those ice cream sandwiches, like with just such childlike glee.
2: He dug just, in like, so much
0: energy he burrowed into it he, he, uh, he really truly did yeah he 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 burrowed into that ice cream sandwich and it was just it, it made me want a, an ice cream sand, sandwich you know seeing that kind of simple joy it was it was amazing
1: made me want an ice cream sandwich as well
0: mm. wow okay yeah. i was pretty sad you not you made all right
1: fair enough very enough you know he was a very interesting man and watching him eat all those ice cream sandwiches and then dig his way back into the earth was borderline upsetting but i am glad that
0: i met him and it was i felt bad because he he kind of had to dig a new hole right next to the one that we dumped all of our poo and pee yeah. into yeah. Um, little did he so know I,
2: he I, I, dug two new holes one so he could avoid the poo and one mm-hmm. so he could burrow into our hearts
1: uh oh, wow. Adorable.
0: Wow. And he really did do that. He did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're just about done. Uh it, you know, it's it's been a it's been interesting being on the road um while still trying to record this podcast. Uh we don't have our usual slate of park-based activities because of course um most of the land that we would have been working on is is now occupied by uh you know the the that that big ride that they built that looks awesome by the way
2: the oil spill the very classic roller coaster
0: Hmm. Mm. honey do you remember one
1: <laughs> uh there's one called the offshore but you actually, actually just uh, each member of your group is separated by a hundred feet, and you wave to each other. That's the the whole experience.
0: Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the lesser rides, I would say. But it still it still seems to be you know, attracting.
1: It's nice for the old people and the
0: young young children. That's true. That's true. But uh, we 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 still have you know, like I said before, we're taking our time. You know, there's no sense rushing, especially since we don't know for sure that that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is even in the direction that we're going. Uh, so we might wait, as well wait, kind wait, of. Hold
2: on. This letter just flew into the RV. And... <gasps> wait,
0: what? And How it would...
2: says important update deadline inside. <gasps> Let
0: me see. Oh, my God. Man. Look at this.
1: Wow. wow.
0: That is some really high quality paper.
1: That is nice stock.
0: That I would, I, if I were applying for my dream job, that's what I would print my resume on. That Ugh, paper.
1: You could never afford it.
0: Is there anything interesting on the paper, or are we what just gonna? Okay. Because <laughs> you oh, just showed us yes. the back of it. No, you just showed, no, no, no. You just showed us the, the back of the paper. Right here it says,
2: "Dear Gunkhole State Park Podcast." Sorry, I'm not good at reading. Um, <laughs> Hi. It's okay, you're doing the your best. Can you smell capital L, lowercase L, capital L, lowercase L, capital L, lowercase L, L L L. What I'm cooking legally. Question mark. Space, space, hold for dramatic bonnie gasp. Space, space. <sighs> That's right, jabronis, It's me. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Whoa. Ba, 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 ba. You can't see. Was me. it
0: that flat the way he wrote it?
2: <laughs> There's a lot of uh, uh, like capital, lowercase, weird symbols mm-hmm. thrown in there, and I don't know how to pronounce those. Ampersand?
0: Yeah, the little. ampersands are so fun to write have you noticed that
2: anywho the reason I'm writing is to tell you you have five episodes to figure things out (laughs) else you're never going to be allowed back in Colorado gunkhole
0: state park Oh, Hold wow. for a second. Bonnie gasp. Wow. It really seems like the rock is leaning into like his, his producer side. You know, he produces a lot of stuff now. I think he's, it seems like attached. he's trying to produce a podcast attached or copies of my business
2: card. If you ever want to make a production of your failures, oh.
0: Ooh. Oh, that's nice. I don't love the last word, but it's still <laughs> a flattering offer. <laughs> Hmm. But guys,
2: that means we only have five weeks to figure it out.
1: And this is also confirmation that my theory was 100% correct, and it is the rock that's behind all of this.
2: Which I thought was confirmed at the (laughs) season four finale, but this double taps that confirmation
1: i don't remember if it was confirmed or not but it's definitely confirmed now
0: the the judge that wrote that previous letter did i think claim that doing the rock johnson was involved but this is from the rock's mouth so to speak
2: this is the first yeah you could tell because it was the way he uses words
0: (laughs) yeah and again he's like very concerned about like timing i mean that's probably comes from wrestling you have to have perfect timing
2: i could feel the electricity mm, in the ladder. Yeah. oh wait no that's because he has uh attached little shockers on the back of the ladder. never mind oh my Come god he is-
0: oh wow so
1: dramatic so extra i love
0: <laughs> is that a thing that you would that one might expect him to do or just sort of out of left field <laughs> put shockers on something
1: uh you know well as long as, i feel like the rock uh, wouldn't really want to harm anyone so as long as they were a light shock uh yeah that fits in with his uh his repertoire
2: his mo
0: his mo yeah, yeah, yeah his, his, his standard operating his procedure yeah, yeah now we're getting further away from it <laughs> yeah.
1: that's uh that's in the buffet line of things that he would choose okay from. yeah 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 Ew life-wise. Yeah. And I would Mm. know because I've been to that buffet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I think I I lost track
0: of the metaphor.
1: (laughs) I didn't. That's exactly what I wanted to say.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna keep on driving. I think we're gonna get some rest tonight and then start heading out. Um, we're gonna see some of the great uh sites in the rest of Utah Arches Zion. Um maybe check out a Utah Jazz game. Uh Donovan Mitchell's a really fun player to watch. Um Joe ingles looks like sort of a tall version of Ranger Chris. Uh who's that guy
2: there he's mad because he gave him well he was not safe. The yeah they're a great basketball team
0: to... <laughs> watch <laughs> mm-hmm. when you talk about a, a person from utah who's not safe i i immediately go to elizabeth smart who was kidnapped in 2004 and then found about a year later wait was she found alive she was found alive she was actually uh recently on the masks masked dancer as a celebrity <laughs> yeah you know how it's like a normal thing to book someone who's pr- primarily known for being kidnapped <laughs> on a celebrity-based show, that's like a tasteful kind of thing to do, right? This is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Wait, interesting. What was she? What was her thing? What well, was the Masked Dancer, which is a, a spinoff of the Masked Singer, where they dance instead of sing? And she was dancing up a storm. What was her? What was her mask? I don't remember. But I, I'm sure there were clues all over her costume, like maybe like an unlocked second story window.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. I don't like this at all.
0: I didn't know that. That's
1: a
2: that And said, that's a boundary that we had that Ranger Bonnie has set. So let's recognize that. That's something I've learned from my friend Gary. Oh, wow. Mormons are big on boundaries, boundaries especially of women.
0: yeah i think i saw he gave you some latex gloves he said that you should uh wear whenever you're you're um with or or within six feet of ranger bonnie yes
2: yeah yes they are Mm -hmm. um anti-lady gloves Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. he did give
1: those to you he also Mm -hmm. gave me a very very large pair of underwear (laughs) this is a real mormon thing by the way Right, very large, but they have special underwear.
0: Well, it depends on the size of the Mormon, I guess. Yep, that's very fair. Gary, I think if I'd uh, if I had to guess, I'd say he's like six foot eight.
1: He's very big yeah. man,
0: and yeah. he's and he's, he's husky. He's a husky six eight. Stout. He's a stout, tall man. Wait, you don't see that up here.
2: Rager Alex, are you suggesting that there's a real possibility that Gary is actually Dwayne the Rock Johnson disguised? Uh, Because the way that you were physically describing Gary is the way that Bonnie got really into physically describing the rock.
1: Wow. I do love physically describing the rock. And it sounded very similar. Do you think
0: there's a possibility Mm -hmm.
1: spying in on a rocker?
0: I mean, I have been trying to figure out how did an unmarked envelope with no stamp or addresses on it happen to float through our cracked open RV window, like right in the middle of us, you know, who did that? You know, I did see Gary sort of like sauntering away shortly after. It seems like, you know, we might have to consider this, especially if we see Gary in further travels. I, I think that'll raise a lot of suspicion.
1: Yeah, we'll see if we ever see him again. It's
0: a real shock that someone who is as
1: massive and physically impressive as The Rock was able to disguise himself as a Mormon named Gary, and none of us even slightly noticed or were a little bit suspicious.
0: Well, I mean, I think it might be surrounded by all these Mormons who tend to be very, you know, trusting, bordering on naive, perhaps, in some cases, and... You know i think we started to feel that way too and maybe we we were too trusting of gary mm. but of course this is all just a theory fuck
2: mormons don't
0: trust <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: you can only fuck mormons if you've married them and they are giving you consent and they're also pretty nice people but but in this case this particular case fuck the uh, the trait of trusting that Mormons tend to have that has rubbed off on us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for Thank you setting you for the record. that. <laughs> I won't
1: yeah. let people who can create such tasty
0: hot dogs be slandered. Mm-hmm. True, true. And the last thing I would want to do is for us to get canceled over what we say about Mormons of all people. You know, I think I'd want to cash that in on, on something a little spicier, you know? Exactly.
1: <laughs> Let's wait till we really do something offensive and let that be the one time that I don't save us. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Well, you know, I I think we've got to hit the road pretty soon. We're going to get, again, going to get some rest tonight, wake up bright and early in the morning. See what those uh, gorgeous Utah sunrises that the Utah jazz alternate uniforms is based on and, and just be on our way. And if Gary happens to be the rock, then we have him right where we were on him. And if, and if, and if he's not, then we get a free trip to Hollywood. Not free because, you know, it's, no one's paying us to do this. And it's actually no. costing quite a, basically all of our money and all of our, uh, we're, we're basically disconnected from everything that made our lives, our lives before. But other than that, I think it's just going to be a fun road trip that may or may not involve physically defeating the rock and battle. Woohoo! Well, uh, from all of us there at Gunkle State Park, I'm Ranger Alex. I'm Ranger Bonnie. And I'm Ranger Chris. And we hope to see you on the road soon. Bye-bye. Giddy-up. <laughs> yep. Yeehaw.